run your life and you don't have a sense of self anymore running from school to work to activities i mean we're burnt out and feel like a hot mess most of the time when you have a free minute do you find yourself hiding in your closet or your car because even the bathroom isn't a sacred place anymore is your life so full that when you go to schedule a happy hour it's 12 months out we want you to know that you are not alone we get it trust us we love our kids but being in the thick of it is stressful and they don't make a book of rules for this stuff I'm Keisha, a newly divorced mom of two, working hard to chase my dreams and starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 40-ish corporate working mom of two littles, married to my high school sweetheart, losing my mind on the daily, just ask my kids. We want this podcast to be the escape from your overly scheduled life and that reminder that you're not alone in this mom life journey. We are here losing it too. So turn up the volume and grab your drink of choice because giving up a cocktail as a mom is never an option. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast. Thank you for tuning in. How are you doing today, Keisha? I'm doing good. How are you, girl? Doing all right. Hanging in there. Happy Wednesday to everyone. It yes, is happy hump day. It definitely feels like a hump day. It doesn't. It feels like the week should be over. <laughs> right? Yes. I'm exhausted from it. But when this episode goes out, I'm we're recording this a little bit in advance. I will officially be 40 years old. So happy That's, birthday to you yeah. <laughs> it's a little it's a little stressful but it's good it's good no <laughs> you're embracing it we already talked about that i'm embracing it but the closer it gets it's like oh god i'm gonna be yeah. i'm not, no longer in my 30s you know like that little box like that goes to 39 <laughs> officially in the next one <laughs> see i don't feel like it goes to 39 i feel like there are certain boxes that go to like 34 or 35 so i've already i'm in the upper echelon already of uh of the age boxes oh you got a couple more good years left you're good <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh, but what are you watching uh, you're getting excited to watch that i say oh my god so excited for housewives of potomac oh my gosh girl that is my that's my show like that is my show out of all the housewives franchises from beginning to where they are now, like they have not missed a beat. And that is just my favorite one. Yeah. I was honestly shocked at how much drama was in that trailer. Shocked. Yeah. It was like bomb after bomb after bomb. Yeah. Well, did you know before seeing the trailer, or I think you probably already did, um, that Ashley and her husband divorced yeah. or they're divorcing or separated, whatever they are. Yeah. So that alone, I was like, you know, when I saw that that news dropped, I saw that in like the spring, I was like, oh, this is going to be a good season because <laughs> yeah. you know, they had a lot of drama over the years. I thought that the one girl wasn't going to be in it, but she totally is. Me too. Mia, the, the Mia. newest one. Not me, the one married to the chef. Candace. Candace. Me too. I thought so too. But no. And she's got some good drama. And she got some stuff going on. (laughs) Unless no, she can't be a friend of the show because she's on the um the cover. I was gonna say, because you know how sometimes they'll they'll like demote somebody and make them make them a friend of the show. But no, she's on the um, yeah, she's on the official cover and everything. So I thought she like bowed out. Like that's what I thought I heard, but who knows? Maybe they're paying I thought that, dollars that she can't say no. <laughs> no, I thought she got fired. She's she's my least favorite out of out of everybody. So I did sorry like if there's but I don't know. Yeah. 
if there's any Candace lovers out there, she's not my fave (laughs) at all. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but it looks like she's coming with some drama this season. So, you know, can't be mad at that. No, not at all. So I'm excited for that for sure. I'm still only halfway done the Atlanta season. I think it's over. Carol, I gave up a long time ago. (laughs) It just, it wasn't, it wasn't given what I needed it to give. Um, And I felt like I was forcing myself to, to stay caught up on it. And that's never fun, especially for a show that's, you know, over a half hour long. So I, yeah, I, I just stay caught up on social media a little bit on like certain, you know, tea. <laughs> but other than, that, other than that, I stopped watching it halfway through. Oh, really? I guess I don't, I don't even know if it's worth it, but I'll probably catch up on it. Did you watch Dubai? No, um, for whatever reason, I never got caught back up on that either. Yeah, um, I never watched any of them yet. Yeah, the only one again that I probably will stay committed to is Potomac. Yeah, from Binghamton. So that looks too good not to. Yes, too good. And then <laughs> the other show I know you're excited about too, but Abbott Elementary coming back. Yes, and yes, this is coming out after the fact because they just won all these awards, yeah. which is so exciting. Like yeah. Quinta Brunson, I think that's how you say her last name. Um just an amazing story like she literally came from just you know making funny videos and memes on social media to having an emmy award-winning show like i love stories like that so she shout out to her that show is everything didn't so she won an award but the principal won an award too right not the the um uh cheryl lee ralph she plays a teacher oh yeah yeah yeah. she won best supporting actress in a comedy series and she she's been acting for decades so that's well deserved for her that's right for so i mean the principal's amazing too she's hilarious hilarious. (laughs) she needs an award for something oh she i know they didn't realize i mean i think i saw like clips on social media like she was a stand-up comedian i guess before this no she's so freaking funny (laughs) she had to have been on like second city or something because she's hilarious She's so funny, but it's just such a good show. So yeah, now I'll be back to watching that for sure. I think that comes out next week, I believe. Soon, like real soon. Like we're yeah. we're getting to the end of September here, so it's mm-hmm. stuff is starting. Now I know you don't watch Big Brother, but I watch Big Brother, and that's coming to an end too. But and it's been really like kind of slow this season, but it got real good at the end. So mm-hmm. actually, after we're done recording, I'm gonna go watch an episode because it's on tonight live. But it's a really good show. Like I just can't imagine being locked in a house for 90 days with people without any outside connection to anything with to be in a house with strangers. 90 days? That's a long time. It might even be longer than 90 days because they've been in there all summer. Like they've been wow. in there. And then at the end, don't like whoever wins, they get like a prize or something, right? $750,000. Oh, yeah. So I'll do that for 90 days. <laughs> but I mean, if you think about how bored you must be, like there's no TVs, no social media, no music. Mm-hmm. All you have is each other to talk to, or you can like work out or eat. That's literally all you can do. Jeez. I can see it. It's a social experiment. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. like you're you're mentally going through so many different things, being completely cut off from everybody. But like being in jail, <laughs> a I fancy know. jail, <laughs> right? Yeah. So at least they're feeding you better foods, and you have friends to talk to. But it kind of is jail in a way. Yeah. yeah. But you're doing it willingly. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> no, I've watched Big Brother like whenever it first came out, maybe like a season or two, like you know, bopped in and out of it, but never. You know, I don't think I've ever watched it from beginning to end other than that. Yeah, I like it. Brahim watches it too. So it's, but it's yeah. dedication. It's three nights a week. Oh, wow. Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. So it's like you have to be dedicated and then you have to keep up with it because you miss a lot. 
you'll well you'll go on Facebook and you'll see what happened, you know. Mm, you'll see yeah. an ad for it because it knows your your phone knows everything. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, anything else you're looking forward to watching this fall? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Just Abbott Elementary, Potomac. Um, as far as movies, I'm excited to see uh Black Panther comes out in in uh, November. Black okay. Panther two. I feel like everyone in the theater is going to be bawling their eyes out <laughs> because yeah. um you know of course Chadwick Boseman you know passed away so I'm sure they're going to dive into that a lot but I'm excited to see where where they take that yeah for sure I didn't even know it was coming out soon though it's like real soon? so soon yeah in, uh, oh. November mm-hmm. okay yeah I didn't know it was that like big before the end of the year cool mm-hmm. yeah um, but what about you any other shows there's a show called Ghosts. I know I spoke, spoke to it spoke about it on the episode before but it's a cute little show where these people move into a house where it's filled with ghosts and the woman had a concussion and now she can like see him and talk to him but for mm-hmm. him like that too it's i like it when we both like a show it makes me like it more because there's not that many shows that happens with because he's always watching like killer shows or murder mystery shows or like i can't get into the gore or the mystery stuff gives me nightmares so if there's like a cutesy like sitcom that we can sit and watch together i'm all about it <laughs> All right, let's switch gears. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. This is something that um, I think everyone out there listening needs help with or is looking for ideas or just wants to talk about what the heck to do with their kids with chores and things of that nature. Because I know that's something that we were talking about before. So where are you at with all that stuff with getting your kid on like a path of chores and responsibilities? So, you know, Logan's my my big mission because he's older. Olivia, she just, I guess it's the girl in her is just naturally <laughs> mommy's little helper most of the time. Sometimes she has her moments where she's like, oh, I don't want to clean up. But she's, you know, mommy's little helper. But Logan, I, I just have a thing with entitlement. And that has nothing to do with him or whatever. Just entitled people in general. Mm-hmm. Like that is my pet peeve. So I don't want my son to grow up in any kind of way where he just feels like things magically come to him. He can just magically get, you know, Nikes and Jordans and Xboxes and all of this stuff and not have to do anything at all for those things to ever come to him in the future. So um, I think chores are a great way to like develop responsibility and also give kids a sense of pride too, because I think it's so it, it builds their self-esteem when they see that they've done a good job for something. Um, so with Logan in the summer, um, his his main job and his only job really was just taking out the trash. So, and that was like something that to him, I feel like was a little bit cool because it gave him like that little freedom because I, you know, live in an apartment. So I live on the first level, so he doesn't have to go very far, but he actually like will go all the way out and go to the dumpster and take it out. Um, of course, the the hardest part after that then is like, put the bag in the in the can put the bag in the can <laughs> so i tell him like no it's a beginning to end project like you are not finished until you put the bag in the can as well um and then i, I gave him an allowance with that so that was okay. something that i was like debating about like do i give him an allowance so i did and that just i feel like a it gave him a sense of pride that I'm so cool to see. Um, and even a sense of just like, you know, like mommy, I, you know, I have X, Y, and Z amount of money, but like I owe him money right now. Like, <laughs> because, because I never have cash on me. So I'm like, dang, I got to get cash to get this little boy money. So I think that that's pretty cool. Um, so that's where we are on the chores with him. Um, what about you? Have you guys ever talked about that before? We've definitely talked about it, but it's kind of like putting a plan in place and then sticking with it. We're not really good at it in this house. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but I did see, it's funny, the other day, um, before I knew we were going to really talk about this, I found something on Pinterest that what it is, it's like a whiteboard where there's magnetic clips. And on each clip is a task. And it says like fold laundry, mom's choice, clean bathroom, pick up your clothes, trash, like all these little tasks, like dust, mm -hmm. like small stuff that they can do. And associated with each one is like 50 cents, a dollar, three dollars, like depending upon what it is. Mm. And they can see the money hanging mm. from the clip and they can see the, ch the chore. So they can pick what they want to do, but they have to pick like so many a week or something. And I was like, that might be good. I like that. Visual. It's in front of him. And he's like, the like, it's kind of like the money's there for the taking. So mm -hmm. kind of giving him the freedom to make the good choices. I, I don't yeah. know what, if that's a better solution than just saying these are the things you're going to do. This is what you are. I, I don't know. But I kind of like this idea as something a little different than what I've seen. Mm -hmm. Or, um, yeah. And I mean, Benjamin's been spending his piggy bank money like he's rich. So he's kind of down to the last couple of dollars at this point. Really? So he might be incentivized to do some chores. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that's a really cute idea. Get this in it to me. Um, that's really creative. Okay. Did you grow up with like having chores? If you can remember, I feel like I can't re remember. I don't remember, but I don't remember my parents ever giving me an allowance. Like I don't remember an allowance. I don't really remember. I was like, I was the oldest. I was the firstborn. I had a lot of siblings. I think mm -hmm. I automatically took on tasks without yeah. being asked. Um, probably more than I should have. But you know, that firstborn kind of like when you're the girl, it's like a role you kind of almost take. Mm -hmm. I don't remember getting paid for anything though right <laughs> I don't remember that okay um yeah. I, I can't really remember chores but, I mean ever as a kid in general and not to like I was not perfect but my parents didn't really have to be on top of me with a bunch of stuff so you know I clean my room I you know disaffect around the house um my big thing was like when I was a teenager I was so ready to get a job and I did like I got my first job at like 16 and was working ever since then <laughs> and so I just always had this like thing of like wanting to earn my own money because I hated asking people for stuff yeah. and that still stays with me to this day that's a whole other podcast episode <laughs> um but yeah so that's why I said like just that thing with the allowance or just with Logan um just seeing little traits and stuff in him that's I, I want to get that out of him <laughs> like as yeah. soon as possible that you know everything is just always going to be handed to you you don't have to do anything for nothing you know you could just sit on your like I hate like seeing him like if he comes in the house and I'm like oh you know change into whatever he'll leave a trail like he'll just be taking socks taking his clothes off whatever leave it on the floor because in his mind mommy's gonna get it like and I don't want that to be something that just follows him throughout his life that like you know oh I don't have to do anything you know other than just my school which obviously doing his schoolwork is his number one priority period but mm -hmm. um you know with doing all these sports and all these activities and all that stuff too like you have to take care of home and take care of your environment and contribute yep I know I agree it's like the hardest thing it's because I'm always like doing his stuff, like picking up his garbage, picking up this. He's a messy eater. There's crumbs everywhere. I'm like, there's going to be bugs in the house. Like, it's just I'm constantly on him about stuff that if he could. I just don't know the fine line between teaching them responsibilities that they have to learn to exist in society and then the incentive incentivizing them with the money. That is I, true. Look, like, where's the line? That's what I get a little hazy with. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Cause like, what's the difference between the tasks and the money versus an allowance? An allowance is just something you're given, right? Okay. So I guess, I mean, maybe I should Google it, but like in my mind, <laughs> the money is like in association with chores, like chores okay. game. I feel like allowance is 
I don't know. It, I guess it's different depending on the household you grew up in. If you are a Kardashian, you got an allowance because you were a Kardashian. Like <laughs> if you were <laughs> just because you exist, like you just got the money freely. Because I feel like allowance doesn't necessarily equal like you had to do something to earn it. Right. Like it's just something that you get just for getting. Which I don't know. I don't necessarily think that that's necessary. Like I never. No, not at all. Not just for being like. (laughs) Just because you're here, we're gonna pay you. Like right. No, no, no. no. For for me, the association with the allowance is in conjunction with the chores. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm at too. Because you you do like what's the line, and then Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like just like you from 15. As soon as I could get working papers, I was working part time. Like Mm -hmm. I would walk my butt to work after school. Like it's just I always had a really good work ethic ingrained in me. And I don't know if that's going to be lost with my kids. I'm worried about that because I feel like we do give our kids too much. No, I'm not talking about me. You, I'm talking about me and Raheem. Like I feel like I'm giving them way too much. Right. And it's showing already with how they just think that if something breaks, you'll just go buy a new one. You know what I mean? Like when they say stuff like that, I'm like, that's not how yeah. this works. Like we have to yeah. work hard for our money. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard. It, it, I don't know. It's just like something I go battle with a little bit in my mind. Where like, how do you teach them a work ethic? Like, I don't know that I was taught it, taught it. I just feel like I instinctively had it. And I think Brahim was similar, but I don't know that our kids are going to grow up that way. So in my mind, it's not just you guys. It's, I think it's our generation in general, because we're like, I don't know, our parents' generation, you know, they had to work through so much. They had to fight through so much. They had to work very hard for their money. So like for me, I was, I remember going to the thrift store for stuff in certain seasons of life. Um, But then also remember, you know, asking my mom for like guest jeans. So like, I've seen it all (laughs) um, in different stages of life. So for me, like I said, just the desire to work hard. So I didn't, I think, I don't know, maybe that's a piece of it too. Maybe I wanted to work to get my own money so I didn't have to be a, ba- a burden to my parents for the things that I wanted. Um, so I feel like us, you know, a lot of us who grew up in that type of like, you know, middle class society, like low to middle class society, um, we want to give our kids the world <laughs> because we didn't necessarily, you know, have it or have as much as we wanted to. But it could also be at the detriment of raising spoiled brats and entitled kids and, you know, all of those things too. So it's like, Again, where is the balance? I know. I mean, but in all honesty, I haven't even given like a chore try to try, like to see if I can notice a change mm-hmm. in him. But just the fact that like he's asking for like $250 sneakers, I'm like, you are smoking crack rocks, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like you destroy a pair of $30 shoes. You think I'm going to buy you $250 shoes? You are crazy. But if you want to use your own money to do, mm-hmm. you want to work and do all these things, you can earn those shoes that you mm-hmm. really want because maybe you'll actually take care of them that part <laughs> no, like maybe that's kind of the lesson in it it's like associating value to things because that's what i think the missing element is it is there's no value to anything because it's all free to him it's yeah they're oblivious Obl- literally oblivious yeah I, what, I, what i love now i don't know if your kids do this anytime you go to target they need something every time can i just have <sighs> the hot wheels car can i please can i just have a hot wheels car i'm like you don't need another stinking hot wheels car we have 700 hot wheels cars at home but it has to be, even if it's a dollar, it has to be something. They have to leave Again, something. It's our fault. <laughs> 100%. Because growing up, and same thing probably for you, I would go to the store with my mom all the time without a single assumption that I was that I was coming back with anything for myself. Like, <laughs> And that was just what it was. And now I have the conversations with the kids, depending on the store that we go to, like in the car, 
we are going to the <laughs> store for bread and cheese. Okay. Yep. I'm not getting a toy. Don't ask me for anything. Now their big thing now was like, I'll let them like, maybe most of the time, like pick out, um, you know, a little something like a piece of candy, like Tic Tacs or Reese's or gum or whatever um, at the front. But that's it. Like we're not getting a toy just because we're at the store that sells toys, like period. Right. If God forbid <laughs> you take Bianca or Benjamin to get somebody else's birthday gift because they think mm. they're getting a get birthday gift too. I'm like, this is yes. what I'm here for. <laughs> Yes. Oh God. It's yeah. It's a, it's just a, it's a juggle. Cause I do want to teach them how to be valuable and also how to be humble. Like mm-hmm. not everyone, we try to tell the kids, like not everyone has everything you have, like people yeah. that you can be in school with people that you're going to meet in life. They don't all have what you have. Like you should be mm-hmm. grateful for what you have. And I yeah. mean, we talked about volunteering in a soup kitchen just to have them have exposure mm-hmm. to different way people are living you know like they don't see that at all and I think there's something to be said about being grateful for what you have and not seeing that other side if they live in this bubble of like everything's Mm -hmm. happy and perfect and they don't even see it it's kind of like exposing them to that might help at least associate like oh not everyone has this because they just assume everyone does exactly so no those are real moments and real conversations that when they do get to see it I don't think Logan's really gotten to see it from like a child level but you know working in Philadelphia and going to Philadelphia often like he's you know come with me or with other people um so he's seen various homeless people and like I told you the story where he you know gave the homeless man a dollar and all yeah. that kind of stuff and just it, it I don't know it's just so hard for their brains to grasp that like there's people that really don't have anything, but yeah. when they see that, I think it just, it opens up their eyes so much. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I try to, like you said, explain that to them, especially from a child perspective that like, you know, there's kids out there that would, you know, be so grateful for like, you know, this PlayStation that you have or this, whatever. And you're asking for the next one, like, right. dude, yeah. like, just, <laughs> like you don't even understand. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think, like you said, just creating humility in them, um, setting them up with expectations of what real life is like is also part of the whole, you know, chores and allowance and boundary thing. Um, and then, again, giving them a sense of pride and a sense of, like, putting value to work. So, like you said, if you gave Benjamin, you know, hey, okay, you want these Jordans or you want these $250 sneakers, let's work for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these are the chores that you could do over the next few weeks to help put towards that. Maybe you even say, Hey, if you get to half of it, mommy will put in the other half or something. You're like, no, <laughs> not sneakers, but maybe something else. <laughs> yeah. But just little things like yeah. that, that I think, you know, help them to under- start to grasp and understand like what life is like. Are yeah. important. Now, something that I think about, cause like you had said earlier, it sounds like the girls are more natural helpers. At least I think both of ours are. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's appropriate for like a four and five-year-old to have some type of chores? Um, appropriate. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't see the big need and push that I do for an eight-year-old not need and push but just like and also because our eight-year-olds are so mature too like I don't know like I just think our kids are just growing up so much faster than you know what we did so I think that's a a piece of it when it comes to wanting them to have chores with Livy and Bianca like do I want her to have a set responsibility right now no 
Do I, you know, ask her like, you know, hey, help mommy unload the dishwasher or hey, you know, like, and she wants to do it because she wants to to help. She wants to help me cook and do all these things. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's also why I don't fight as hard or feel like I need to fight because she just wants to. (laughs) Um, I don't know. What about you? No, just something I was thinking about because I feel like Bianca would probably like really lean into it mm-hmm. now because she's just like Olivia where she's she'll ask me to help me can I help you with the dishes can I help you make lunch she didn't ask to help me make their school lunches like she'll mm-hmm. she like asked me to help you know so Benjamin yeah. there's no asking to help me you just <laughs> they couldn't care less <laughs> no, like I'll ask Bianca can you pick up your sneakers and put them in the shoe basket and she'll grab Benjamin's too without me even saying yes anything. but like Benjamin yeah. asked them all day long I'm chipping over them and I'm like they're such little mamas like oh and they're second born which isn't really normal you know not normal but like usually you see the firstborns girls are like that but they're just like leaders and they just want to yeah. they're gonna take over the world one day mm-hmm. <laughs> who runs world girls <laughs> um so yeah I know I was just thinking about it I'm like I don't know I almost wonder, like, maybe putting it out there, maybe giving her, like, a miniature version of it where she gets, like, 25 cents or something. Mm-hmm. But, heck, I mean, is it ever too early to instill, like, understanding money and you have to work hard for things? Like, is that, is it too early? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't do it for Benjamin, obviously, and look where I'm at, so. Hang, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no same. That's that's a good point. <laughs> so maybe if we do this for Benjamin, I'll put, like, a miniature chart next to it. Because I think Bianca and much probably like Olivia, they want to feel like they're doing like the big kid stuff sometimes. Yeah, so she. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bianca might feel like, hey, like <laughs> money too. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so, I don't know. maybe we'll have to do a, a update a on part this two. How we how we do with it? <laughs> yeah, and send me send me that. Um, what do you say? You saw it online or saw it on Pinterest? Yeah, or something? I have just a screenshot of it. But yeah, I'll send yeah, it. yeah, and um, I love that. So, are we ready? Ready for the last call. All right, girl, you go first this week with your toast. Oh, no, you like to end that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Negative Nancy <laughs> messing it up here. We are going to do shots first. Go ahead, girl. Shots first. End on the positive note. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Okay. No, so, all right. So our kids are in the bigger school. And, you know, now they're like the youngest, again, out of like the, you know, older grades and stuff that are there. Which leads to different things that they're exposed to that they weren't exposed to on, you know, the elementary, the very young elementary level. So now when I pick Logan up from the bus stop, I just hear little sailors all around me. And I'm just like, I can't do anything about it. Like, it sucks. Not to say that Logan hasn't heard a cuss word here or there or whatever, but just like how much it's he's exposed to it now like versus obviously being in you know second first and whatever grade kindergarten sucks <laughs> and I'm not like you know I'm not the biggest cusser like so right. I don't want my kids to grow up just with potty mouths um but well, now, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're, you're like oh god don't be around me <laughs> stop but um I don't know that's just that's just my take on it so like I said just the other day picking them up from the bus stop and just hearing like the language and I'm just like golly like <laughs> even at football like because that's just a different atmosphere too the yeah. coaches and the parents and every they just everyone has a mouth on them and I'm just oh, like wow all right this is different this wow. is different so it's just like do I have conversations with and I you know he knows what what I will not tolerate in my yeah. house like you will not use that language um but 
uh, he could be on the bus cussing up a storm. Like, <laughs> oh, I know. And that makes me want to take a shot. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen that because I guess Benjamin goes to SAC like after school program. So I don't know what he's being exposed to. But the other kid at Benjamin's bus stop said that the kids in the back are annoying because they mm -hmm. put the fifth graders in the back of the bus. And yeah. my son and his friends sit right up against where the fifth graders start. Mm -hmm. Like They're so annoying. Yeah. Just can only imagine the things that they're hearing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyway. Plenty of episodes on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. More to come. <laughs> what about you? Uh, so, all right. So, like I said, my when this episode comes out, it will be my birthday. So, in preparation for my birthday, I went shopping for a dress to wear on my birthday on the cruise. Spent, like, three hours on Sunday at the mall, rummaging through racks, this, that, and the other thing, trying on 500,000 things. Find this dress. Don't love it, but I like it enough that I think this could work, right? Bring it home. I'm kind of excited about it. it wasn't crazy expensive, but I'm just, like, excited. Show Brahim. And he goes, Rebecca, see-through. I'm like, what? It's fucking see-through. Oh, sorry, that. <laughs> You're a grown woman, girls. <laughs> like, I feel like judge. No, just kidding. Oh, stop. Um, yeah, so the dress I selected is see-through, so I have to return it. Because no. I don't really want to wear a slip under it. Like, that's really aging me. I'm not going to wear a slip. Not really. It depends. I guess it depends on what it looks like. But I think the whole layered, like layered look that's the thing like if it's a sheer dress on top and kind of having like like a cute like tight not like a grandma slip but like that's a the cute thing. tight it's little a something underneath that has two layers i didn't notice it was see-through mm -hmm. i don't so if i put something under it's gonna look weird like it's hard to explain mm -hmm. i don't i don't know okay. i thought it looks good but benjamin or benjamin brahim's like yeah i can see your underwear <laughs> i would say try if you have even if you have like a fitted tank you know tank dress or whatever at home maybe try that one underneath it if the colors can work and just see what it looks like well so what i did girl <laughs> so annoyed i'm gonna return it what i did is i sat up at night on nordstrom the other night and i ordered a thousand dollars with the dresses that i'm just gonna return whenever i don't shut mind. up oh yeah i was like Raheem, when you see the account just don't ask questions right <laughs> I'm like, I just ordered all these things and I'll return everything that doesn't work. But yeah. I, the mall literally doesn't have that much. I spent like so much time trying on stuff, thought I found something. So I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to order all this stuff. I was laying in bed the other night and just ordered all this stuff. I was like, I'm just going to yeah. step to the house. That was hanging up behind me is one of them. I got to try it on. I was looking at that too. <laughs> I got one in so far. So I got like 10 other ones to try. Oh my gosh. That'll be our next episode is again about how it's so hard to find clothes <laughs> because yeah, the mall has nothing. For real. It's just depressing, yeah. actually. Mm -hmm. anyway. All right. Positive Patty. <laughs> what yes. do you have to take a test for? Okay. So you might have, I don't, I haven't talked to you about it, but you may have seen me talk about it on uh, my social media. So for the month of September, um, and I don't know where this came from. I think it just came from the fact that like, I, you know, have a lot of dreams and goals that I want to accomplish. I have them in my head. I, you know, think about them. I'll say them out loud sometimes. I may even put them in my phone, but I'm not, I have never been big on writing things down. Um, so I, I just got into this thing. I was like, you know, maybe for the month of September, I'll, you know, do some journaling or I'll, you know, journal something every day. Um, and that's been my challenge for like the month of September, um, is, you know, in some type of way, writing down a goal, a dream, a vision, um, you know, even I've wrote, like, I may start writing down, like, what I'm grateful for, and then, like, get into all of that, but it's just been so beautiful to, I don't want to say, I, obviously, I haven't seen 
the manifestation of all of these things coming. But it's just like, I feel like even just the little bit that I've done so far, what is it halfway through the month now? Um, I see things happening and I'm just like, is this a result of this? Like, it's just, it's really cool. I'm such a believer and there's so much power in writing things down. Yeah. Um, and there's so much power in, you know, obviously what you see, what you say, all those things. But like I said, the writing down piece has been something that I've been lacking um, over the years. So I, I just want to see where this gets me. I mean, it's just become my little like me time thing. Like I may have music playing. I may, you know, have it with my coffee. I may do it outside, you know, in the patio right now while it's still nice. And it's just so zen. Um, and yeah, so I just want to take a toast to that. So we'll see, you know, what happens at the end of the month or even the end of the year um after doing this for however long but <laughs> but I'm enjoying it I love that that's, that's I mean it's like a healthy habit it's like a great healthy habit mm -hmm. that you're doing every day and if it makes you feel good go for it keep doing it yeah Don't yeah stop. <laughs> I know I'm just like even beyond September I'll keep doing it yeah um, I should do it too I've always thought about journaling but I've never gotten into a good practice with it I should and you know what I think also led me to it too is seeing um you know different people post about maybe um like earn your leisure for example like how they have you know their podcast is doing amazing and they had the event and all that kind of stuff and they posted um a little bit after the event like just a piece of paper of like their ideas that were written out like you know from three or four years ago and it's just like dang like from this little sheet of paper came this whole big thing so I think that's even something beautiful too is like just to see physically like you know maybe something I wrote down in my book like a year from now or even you know six months from now I may be like dang like I wrote like look at where this came like I think that's so cool yeah Kathy Heller's podcast talks a lot about that like writing it down being intentional like no matter how big the dream seems, just put it down, make it a yeah. reality. Like once you keep writing it, it just kind of does something to your brain. It does. It so does. So yeah, that's mine. What are you taking um, a toast of cheers to this week? I'm taking a toast to the fact that, well, by the time this goes out, it will be done. But as of the day of this recording, this Friday, my wrist tattoos are getting done. So I'm so excited. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> wait. So so I'm getting, I think we've talked about this, but choose joy on my one wrist. You, I didn't know it was like a thing though. Like, oh, it's happening. Really? Yeah. So I'm getting choose joy on my left wrist. Um, Like the words, because I do need, I'm negative Nancy here. So I need to be more positive. I need to find the joy in things and choose joy. That's, I need to do it. And I think the only way is to put it on my wrist. <laughs> um, it, Look, it's not going to hurt, right? Um, and then the other wrist I'm getting like, um, it's like a floral branch kind of with two little birds on it, a pink and a blue one for the kids. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. So it's, it's scheduled. Like it's happening this Friday. So girl, I would go with you. You should have, well, I have the kids, but <laughs> I love a good tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. So Brahim just got his done. So his guy's doing my tattoo. He's like squeezing me in. So I'm really excited. Nice. I'll have it done before my birthday, my actual birthday. Oh, that's like your little birthday gift to you. Not little, but that's a big, <laughs> big deal. Yeah. Uh, well, you I'm know. My intention starting January 1st, like, you know, New Year's resolution or whatever was to choose joy. And I don't mm -hmm. know that I've been the greatest with it, but I kept saying, I want to get a tattoo to my wrist. I want to get a tattoo to my wrist. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. I'm doing it, like doing the yeah. damn thing. So I'm so excited. That's so dope. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I'll send you some pictures. I'm, I don't know how I'm going to feel about 
how bad it hurts on my wrist, but we'll talk about it. I was going to say, that's a, um, yeah, <laughs> that's a good spot for your first tattoo. So I have oh. one here. This is yeah. what it, uh, you guys can't see. I'm pointing to what it's just my shoulder, collar, bone area, whatever. That one is super small. It didn't really hurt that much. But this boy on my wrist, like, <laughs> it, it starts on my arm and it leads into my wrist. So when she yeah. got to here, girl and that i've had kids thing. naturally like that that thing hurt but you'll be good well, i have two tattoos you just don't oh like yeah, yeah i forgot you have tattoos okay I don't, I don't i mean all i remember about getting a tattoo was that there's pain and it stops so it's manageable mm -hmm. pain if, it's not yeah. like a, a toothache that doesn't go away you oh know? my god right <laughs> so <laughs> fingers crossed i survive but I, I mean they're so small they'll be quick i'm not yeah really. I can't stress out about it. It's just, it's going to be done. Once they start, they can't stop. Period. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, thanks for everyone tuning in. Thank you guys. Cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast and your drinks too. And girl, if any of this resonated with you, go on over to our show page and leave us a review. Or you can join us in our Facebook community to keep the conversation going. 